it's just teed up for Cantona. Oh! A real cracker from Cantona! Cantona! Hawkins header only goes to Cantona! Cantona, oh, back to his best. So Cantona, 70 minutes into his comeback. 2-2. It's a fairy story for the Frenchman. I'm just waiting for you to. All right, take time. We are currently sat in... Should I say welcome, probably? Do that. Welcome to a very special edition of the Manchester United podcast. We are currently sat in a very warm room in a very fancy hotel. It's warm because there's a little fire on. Helen is enjoying some squeaky cheese, I believe she called it. Maisie's been sat desperately waiting for it to start. And right now we are waiting for the arrival of King Eric Cantona. Maisie, you know him. What's he like? He's cool. Great guy. Absolute fantastic guy. Wonderful footballer. A genius, articulate, wonderful man. Helen, you've interviewed him before, haven't you? I have. He was very, very nice. I don't know if I asked very many questions. I think I asked like one and it went on for about 20 <laughs> minutes. It was actually made my job so much easier. Yeah. Um, great guy and very friendly. And as Maisie said, he's so articulate. Okay, so Eric is currently having a cup of tea outside the room we're in. Or a coffee, probably, isn't it? Coffee, yeah. Yeah, probably a uh-huh. coffee. I wonder if he likes English breakfast tea. <laughs> why, why, why do you keep doing your fresh Because impression? Maisie has to keep doing it every time. <laughs> this has been going on for years, by the way. Every time I talk about someone French, he does this uh-huh. French Elvis impression. It does sound like Elvis. A French Elvis. That's <laughs> very strange. Like. Maisie, when was the last time you seen Eric? Sorry. Last time I saw Eric would have been, it's called his testimonial. Over at the Lowry, he was over with his brother, Joel. We had a good 15, 20 minute chat on the balcony. It was cool. Yeah, his testimony that was a big lie because he, he sort of didn't retire, did he? Just carried on. Yep. Um, yeah. That was when he was working as director of football for the Cosmos, wasn't it? I think. I think it was. Which, I think you're right there, Sam. Yeah, he then left that role. At the moment, I can hear his voice. I can too. It's quite cool, isn't it? He's got such an aura about him. Whenever I met him, I remember that one thing he does. I'm sure you find that too, yeah. Maisie, do you? Even though like, you know him and he's a friend, but certain people in life just have that aura when they walk in a room. Yeah. I mean, when he walked in the room, it's just like you've you know been best mates for years and years. It's just so... Was it like that in the dressing room? It was, yeah, it was, it was quiet in the dressing room. I think he did everything on the pitch. You know, he didn't have to do anything in the dressing room to... To show who he was or what he was about. He did all that on the pitch. Who was it telling us in one of the previous podcasts that Eric loved the nights out at the ho- at people's houses? Who was it? Was it Pally? Pally, yeah. He does. He wanted to keep the, the nights out going. Yeah. What I remember is Robbo telling us about his bath and how he had his own bath at the cliff and everyone knew that was Eric's bath. And Wes telling us that he used to clean his boots when he was a trainee and then they went missing one week and he walked into the like the younger... The, like, the YTS changing room and was like Wesley where are my boots and everyone knew when he walked in everybody said everyone went quiet and they knew he was is there is Scottish who's this Eric was, what accent was that I was just doing my I wasn't doing it oh, right. I was just doing my voice oh. <laughs> <laughs> how have you confused me with Scottish <laughs> don't know just thought you had a little twang there of, okay, well, I'll take it yeah. that's fine but I was just doing my voice <laughs> I don't even know what we're talking yeah. about now anyway oh. he's, uh, his boots had gone missing and he went in and said Where's, where are my boots and Wes Said he like he really panicked, went and looked everywhere, and his boots couldn't find them. So someone had obviously come in and sort of nicked Eric's boots. And that year, Wes didn't get a Christmas tip. Oh, but you can't be in charge of someone's boots. Are you going to bring that them. up, Sam? Yes. Are you actually? Remembers. Yeah, I was talking to Wes about I, when I said to Wes, I saw him yesterday, and I said we were doing this podcast, and he said straight away, ask him if he remembers that I used to clean his boots. This could be an awkward one. He's not going to have a clue what you're talking no, about. No. <laughs> yeah, it was what thirty year ago. 
Well, we're still asked. We'll find out. We had, um, remember the players pool what we used to have? Used to like for, you know, you get money off, of, off the magazine, it go into the players pool to pay for our Christmas dues and stuff like that. This particular year, it was, it was a year after the double. So they just won the, the FA Cup and won the won the league. And the following year, the class of 92 came in, Scolzi, Butty, Giggsy, the Nevs. And I think all the players, we split the pot and we got something like 1,700 quid each. So we had a little bit of a team meeting in the dressing room and everyone decided that everyone will just put the checks back in and we'll just draw one out and whoever wins it wins a whole pot. Two Nevs didn't put theirs in. Scolzi and Butty put theirs in. Who's did the draw out? Eric's. Next day, Eric comes in, two checks, one for Scalzi, one for Boy. He split it. Must have been 25 grand in the pot. And he just went, there you go, there you go, for having the balls to go in the competition yeah, yeah. for the draw. That's pretty amazing, Love isn't that. it? Yeah. Would you have done that if your name had come out, Maisie? No, he'd take the money Joking, and run. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to stand up. See if I'm the polite thing to do. I'll wait for you to sit down, Eric. Okay. I've lost my mind already. So Thank you. Right. Corner down there. <laughs> yeah. you don't mind if that's all right. Okay. Okay. No problem. Right. Eric, have you had to learn a language for one of your films? Uh, in uh, the Chinese one. The Chinese, yeah. Yes. Yeah. The whole. No, it uh, it was uh, three languages: Mandarin, which is a uh, yeah. In China, you have different languages. Yeah. Mandarin, and then Uyghur. And then uh, English, and my my character was was speaking eighty percent of English, and twenty percent of uh, Chinese, Mandarin. Yeah, and I had to learn. Was it difficult? Must have been yeah, difficult. Yeah, it was difficult. But I, but uh, two or three years before, I, I did it, I did it in uh, in Croatian. Yeah. So uh, and it was all in Croatian, How and it was a main character. How many languages can you speak then? I cannot speak uh, Croatian or <laughs> you Chinese. Can, no. <laughs> I just learn it, uh, you know, phonetically. Yeah. Of course, I, I read it in in, uh, in English. Yeah, yeah. And in French, so I understood everything what mm-hmm. I had to say. But uh, can you give us a little? Can you give us a little bit? Uh, uh, in, we don't speak Croatian. In Croatian, in 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 Croatian, or uh, uh, all of them. Uh, Croatian, Mandarin, Chinese. No, no. <laughs> Because uh, you learn it very quickly and uh, you forget it very yeah, quickly. Yeah. Uh, but it's, it's, it, we, we come back. Uh, okay. We take okay. it. All right. Uh, okay. Okay. Come back to you. We dive in. Eric Cantona, welcome to the United Podcast. Uh, thank you. You're very welcome. We've got, I think, uh, a lifetime of questions we could ask you, but mm. we'll start, I think, appropriately with Manchester United. Yes. Why do you think your time at Manchester United was so successful? And do you think it's fair to say that the DNA of what you did at Manchester United existed in every triumph afterwards, even after you'd left? Because the class of 92, who everyone talks about as being the success story of Sir Alex Ferguson and winning Mm. so many trophies, were all so influenced by you that if it wasn't for you, then nothing great that followed would have followed. No, I I think everything happened because, uh, because, uh, because Manchester United and because Alex Ferguson. And he was in charge of the team for more than 20 years with different generations of players, and he could deal with all kinds of generations, which is uh, unbelievable. So I think it's, it's all uh, uh, Alex Ferguson. And of course, the player, he has a... Uh, uh, you choose the players. Uh, it's, it's like in, uh, in business. You are, you are the manager of the business. The, the, the first qualities are how 
you 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 take the, the people to surround you and uh, it was uh, it was great to to, to choose the, the player and also which is difficult is to have the player who can play together mm-hmm. you can have 11 the best 11 players in the world and they cannot play together how to find the one who can play together and uh, do great things for the team why do you think you fitted in when you came in because United haven't won the league for 26 years yeah I was lucky because you won the league at Leeds yeah they, they'd lost 15 years because I've been years. lucky I've been lucky to arrive uh, the, the year before when I was, uh, was uh, I played for Leeds uh, United was close to win the league mm-hmm. uh, and we won it with Leeds and then I arrived the, the, the team maybe will have won it without me I don't know but yeah how did you feel when Sir Alex Ferguson chose you to come and join the team how I felt mm-hmm. uh, it was a beginning for me to, to come uh, to come uh, in, in England it was uh, everything changed uh, from France you go to Spain or, or, or Italy it's a bit the same and I come from the south of France which is Mediterranean uh, but in England everything changed and I felt uh, like free, you know. I felt like free. I had a bit of experience uh, about football, uh, about the people, uh, and it's where I felt uh, most free. Yeah. Really? And I think it's very important. And even today, I always say to myself that uh, uh, I'm here, and tomorrow I will be some, somewhere else. So. I love the people I work with. Uh, they're all my friends, but uh, I don't wait anything from anybody. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think it's a, it's a way to have uh, to feel the freedom with my character, with my mm-hmm. personality. You had many iconic moments as a Manchester United player, but what are the moments that stand out for you? Uh, I don't know. Maybe when we won uh, the double with a new generation of player, of players, yeah. we won the we won the double with uh, with Ince, with uh, Hughes, with uh, and then uh, Ferguson because he knew that the young player was uh, was great. And for the first season, we won the double with them. Of course, it was an unbelievable generation of players. But uh, so it's why it's something special. It means something special for for me and I think for the club also. Because uh, I think it's important to win things with players coming from through the academy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's like Barcelona. You are prouder than if you win with a player you, you buy anywhere. Yeah. Did you feel any kind of responsibility for those younger players as you were older than them but also you were made captain if i felt the responsibility no no just train hard and uh, i respect myself i try to respect the people around me and uh, i don't want to be an example i've never been an example you didn't want to be an example no i don't want to be an example because it's a way also to 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 feel uh like in in jail, I, I I love to feel the the, the freedom and and I, I I don't want to put too, too many pressure on uh, yeah. on me. 
and uh, everything I can uh, find to f to be the more free I can. You know, it's uh, if you, if if you say to yourself that you are you are an example and you have the responsibility for the other ones. For some people, it's good. For me, it's not good. No, but I train hard, and I and I know that when you have this, just naturally, I always worked hard. Mm -hmm. I worked hard since I was uh, uh, th uh, thirteen, and it was a it was a manager. I was in a school football before academy. You know, for two years. Yeah, and. Uh, I was good. I was better than uh, than some striker. And uh, we had to to play a game in uh, during the week. And all the school was were behind us. All the girls, everything. Mm -hmm. And I was uh, I was sure that I will play. And the coach put me as a substitute. And he explained to me why. He said you are good. You are better than the other one but you don't work enough. And since that, I worked very hard in training. Very, very hard. Because every time, for all my career, and now, where everything I do something, even if I think that I'm, for some things, I'm better than somebody else, I say to myself, if you don't work hard, So you, you always remember succeed. that from when you were yeah. 13? That's amazing. So did, did you win the game? We, I can't remember. Did you come on or did you? Did get you? On? <laughs> I came on. Yeah, <laughs> I came on, but I can't remember. Probably then. No. Where did your love of football come from? Uh, love football, because my my father was a goalkeeper, amateur, and I was in an area in Marseille where football it's very popular. So that was the only so sport I played with that my you friends. were. Yeah. yeah. Only football. Football, football, football. But I started mm -hmm. as a goalkeeper. Mm-hmm. Like your father? I started as a goalkeeper, but I played in a team where we were so good. So I waited for all, all the week for the game in the weekend. And we won uh, every game 7-0, 8-0. So and I never touched the ball. <laughs> <laughs> May I play up front, maybe. Yeah, we touched the ball and, and it started like this. No. That's incredible. Yeah. Incredible. What was, what was the rest of your life like when you were a child, when you were living in Marseille with your family? It was uh, it was wonderful, a lot of love. I had great friends, uh, great family. Uh, we lived with my uh, parents, my brothers, and my uh, grandparents. Uh, Three in a bed. No, we were in a small bedroom. Small bedroom. My old, old oldest friend uh, brother had one bed, small bed. And then 30 centimeters after you had another one against the wall, you know? Yeah. And I was sleeping with my uh, brother Joel <laughs> until the age of, uh, I don't know, 11 or 12. He was also a professional but it footballer. But it was great. Yeah. I loved it. He, he was a professional footballer too, right? Mm? He yeah. was a professional yeah. footballer too. Yeah. 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 I read somewhere that at one point you lived in a cave. No, the, the <laughs> house, because my, uh, my grandfather is a builder. Mm hmm. So they bought this land with a cave. Yeah. And my father, he was 15. They lived for two years in 1955, which, which is 
the, the coldest year in France. So in Marseille, yeah. even in Marseille, it was snowing, the ice and everything. And they were sleeping here, living here. And then my, my grandfather started to build this cave. And from this cave, another room, and another room. And then he built his house. And with uh, the roof, terrace. Mm-hmm. And when we grew up, my father met my mother and everything. Yeah. And then he built our house on top of it. And us to go to play with our friends before to go to play with our friends, we had to work and uh, carry all the things. Uh, yeah. And when we had done the job, we were allowed to play with our friends. So it's why I said to you, when we were young, it was wonderful. Yeah. Wonderful because we learned how to live together, how to help each yeah, other, yeah. and uh, the love is that of house, each other. Is that house still there? Yeah, in Marseille, in Le Cayol. Have you gone back to it? Uh, to reminisce? No, no some, 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 my parents, uh, they rent it. Oh, so you've still got it? Yeah, 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 yeah of course. Yeah. That's pretty amazing. Yeah. But, uh, and we have pictures. Yeah. But it's only for the sound, no? Yeah. yeah. Hey, you can show us? We have the, 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 the picture of uh, yeah. uh, this famous era in 1955 of the cave and yeah. uh, my family is living there. My grandparents and my yeah. father. Were your grandparents a big influence as well? Yes. Yeah. Both sides. Both sides, yeah. My mother's side from Spain and my father's side. My grandfather was from Sardinia and uh, my grandmother, the, the parents of my grandmother were one from uh, Italia, one from France. What do you think with the... So l- we have a bit of blood so of, what, of French what would you class? So you, French, Italian and Spanish? Yeah, Catalan, Spanish. Yeah. So what do you class yourself as? French? As you... Uh, could, uh, you could you have played for Spain and Italy? No, I, I, could, I could play with... Me, I'm, I'm, I'm against borders. Yeah. I'm uh, just human being. Yeah, yeah. I can live anywhere. Uh, of course, yeah. I love uh, all the people. I love all the cultures. I respect all the cultures. And I think it's important to live with different cultures. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And uh, I don't feel French. I feel uh, just from this world. Just yourself. Just Eric. Just Eric. Just Eric. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not a man. I'm not French. I'm Eric. Can't you know? Can't you know? When you say you love other cultures, what were your first impressions uh, when you came to England? My first Did it take you a long time to adapt to the culture? or Not at all. No. No, no as I said before, it was, everything was different. I never came to England before. Didn't know the language, I didn't know nothing. And uh, England is so different than other countries. Uh, so it was a great feeling for me. What is it? What is it? When, when I arrive in a country, I, I, I love to. I'm from nowhere, but uh, when I arrive in a country, for example, if, if I take a beer, I want to, to have the local beer. Mm-hmm. If I have the, 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 the food, I want to have the local food. I do the same when I go to Spain or, or Portugal or anywhere. And uh, when I was there, I, w- I wanted to live like an Englishman. And uh, I loved it. I love this kind of the ex- like experience. Not the best what food, living like, like an Englishman. Fish yeah? and chips. Fish and chips, <laughs> loads of gravy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
at home, of course, we, uh, my ex-wife were cooking like French. Yeah. But uh, when I go to, I don't know, hotel or with a team, we were, but in the team it was different. We were yeah. eating chicken and chicken pasta. pasta. Yeah, yeah. Everywhere it's the same yeah. because it's how we have to feed ourselves. What's your favorite meal now? My favorite meal hmm. now. Uh, the one I, uh, I, lo I, I like to cook sometimes. Uh, I like, I, no, I, I love the fish. In, uh, how they cook the fish in Portugal. Hmm. I love it. It's unbelievable. Yeah. The ever best had, in the world. You ever had Portuguese fish, Maisie? I haven't, mm. no. I agree. I love fish in I Portugal. I do love fish, though. Yeah. Sea bass in oh, Portugal. Oh, so it's unbelievable. Good. They cook it like yeah. this. And sardines in Portugal sardines. are beautiful, too. Yeah. Okay. Sorry, sidetracking the food there. It's interesting. Yeah, it's great. Yeah. We'll, uh, we'll go back to football briefly. Yeah. What are your memories of scoring that goal in the FA Cup final against Liverpool? 96, right? 96. Yeah. yeah. Hey, it was uh, great. Because it's a fantastic I, goal. Yeah, the goal was great. Yeah. It was the last minute mm -hmm. and uh, it was uh, the, the, the double with a new generation of players. So everything was, uh, yeah. was great. Do you think it's moments mm -hmm. like that, which is why fans still sing your name we, like against Tranmere mm. so when was that Sunday people yeah. were still singing your name are you aware of that when it happens and how does that make you feel I feel uh, I feel proud I feel great and I feel uh, and I feel uh, I feel a bit afraid that uh, that we stop because we stop one day but yeah. uh, yeah. I don't do think you ever will. sing along to hmm? the songs do you ever sing along in your head <laughs> No. They're very catchy. I, I, I cannot sing any song. No? No, no. Surprise. I would love it. I yeah. would love it, but I can't. <laughs> Maisie <laughs> has his, his shirt. I do, yeah. From, yeah. The, this this from the final. From oh, the final that he actually wow. had. Yeah. Obviously, I wanted you to sign it because yeah. you, you scored the winner. Yeah. Yeah, of course. Do you, do you still have yours or do you keep any no. of those things or you pass them off? Uh, uh, maybe it's somewhere, but uh, uh, I don't know. I, I don't want to have uh, pictures of, my, uh, of the past at mm -hmm. all. From football, from films, or uh, no. What about uh, medals? Uh, because you, you feel very quickly prisoner of your past, yeah. and uh, and football is, and it's so strong, yeah, yeah. you know, yeah, uh, that you can stay like this, you know, and don't. I prefer to have new new projects and uh, yeah. go forward and look forward. Mm -hmm. So we win the double in '96, 25 years ago, Saturday. Is the incident at Sellers Park? Yes. What? What? Do you, when you look back, do you no regret it? Would you do it again? Uh, uh, yes, of course, because I'm happier where I am today and what yeah. I am today, and I am what I am today because yeah. I, I live all kind of experience, mm -hmm. good or bad, mm -hmm. and uh, I'm a very optimistic. So when something bad happens, yeah. Uh, I say to myself that you have to take away that you were not taken if mm -hmm. it, it didn't happen, yeah, yeah. and it will take you in a better in a better place. Because the year after, you yeah. do your nine months, yeah, which was tough for us because mm -hmm. obviously you know we lost we lost the league yeah. that year. Did you feel uh, did you feel something towards the team to repay the team for? Because the year after we won the double, yeah. did you think, you know, I owe the club, I owe the team, I owe the manager because of what you did? Yeah. 
Yeah, and to myself too. Yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah, yeah. of course. But you always try to find a way to 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 be at your best. Mm -hmm. And what I love with uh, with Alex Ferguson, yeah, uh, it was every time it was a new goal, a new challenge. Even if we were uh, 10 points in front and we were uh, we have already won the league, mm -hmm. you always try to find a new challenge. Mm -hmm. You know, new records, new records. Yeah. Like uh, Ronaldo today, he's 33 years old and he always find to, to uh, try to find a new record to beat. Yeah, you know, it, it keeps you alive. And uh, hmm? people endlessly, I j just because you mentioned Ronaldo, people always argue about Ronaldo and Messi and who is better and who's yeah. done more and who is the yeah. player people should look to. Yeah. How do you feel about that argument? I think they are great. Mm -hmm. Yeah, okay. Could you say is this, uh, Messi is better than Ronaldo? Ronaldo is better than Messi. Also, I was going to ask you, Maisie, does the incident at Selhurst Park upset you specifically because you scored, didn't you? And oh, yeah. nobody <laughs> ever remembers that you scored and you only scored a handful of goals. Yeah, Th thanks, Eric. <laughs> no one ever talks about it. <laughs> no, it will not. I know, yeah. <laughs> it, it, it was, it was. It was because um, we was one lot. And, uh, was it a good goal? The keeper threw it in. Yeah. Oh, did he? Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I was thinking, you know, oh, it's nice to get a goal and maybe, it, maybe, it's, maybe it's the winner. And then, who are does that? <laughs> <laughs> what were your memories of Maisie in the dressing room? Quiet? Uh, no, <laughs> you, you, it was great, uh, Maisie. It was uh, a kind of leader. Yeah. Difficult? No, a leader. Oh, was, leader? Uh, yeah, he's a leader. Was, uh, yeah. It seems... Unlikely. A lot of humour. No. Yeah. yeah, good what, for the dressing room. What players yeah. helped you to settle in at the time? Who were you, who were you friends with quickly at the club? I was friends with everybody. Yeah, yeah. I saw Wes Brown yesterday, and yeah. I said that we were going to see you today. Mm. And straight away, he said, "Ask him if he remembers that I used to clean his boots." Oh, yeah. No, I, I, I don't remember. Okay, I don't uh, remember, but I, I remember the, the 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 kids because for us it was. For me, it was yeah. very new. Because yeah, in France, sure. we don't have uh, these kind of uh, things. And uh, I thought it was great. He said, uh, yeah. he said one, one week, you came into the, the younger players' dressing yeah. room and everybody froze and was like, there's, there's Eric Cantona. Yeah. And they all knew that you must be there to see Wes because it wouldn't make sense why you yeah. would be in there otherwise. Yeah. So you said, um, Wes, where are my boots? And he said, I've cleaned them. They're on the peg, right? Yeah. And he came running out, he said, went in, searched around, couldn't find them anywhere. And someone had stolen them. Yeah. And yeah, he was very upset about that. <laughs> and yeah. what's the rest of the story? Well, and he said he didn't get a Christmas tip that year, which, yeah. which seems fair because he didn't do his job, did he? Do you remember now? No, I don't, uh, I don't remember. <laughs> no, no. Uh, we also we got a um, on one of these we got a tour from Brian Robson. He gave us a tour around the cliff training ground, and uh, in one of the dressing rooms he showed us a bath, and he said this was Eric's bath, and that you always stayed in the bath long after everyone had oh, left. Oh yeah, I love, yeah, I love the bathroom. Yeah, <laughs> but I love the cliff. Yeah, yeah, and I love to be. Uh, yeah, it was great uh, yeah. with uh, with the kids, uh, with the, the yeah. youth team, and everything. We uh, and I remember the the room of Alex Ferguson. It was great. He has a view on everything. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you know, and uh, he knew all the the kids, all the their names, all yeah. the quality. Uh, Mm -hmm. give advice to them everything he had everybody close to him and uh, could say and give advice to all of them Maybe did you enjoy training i love training i love to train 
yeah, I love, I love it. Yeah. Did you learn a lot from Alex Ferguson, not in terms of football, but as a human being? Did you? Yeah, I love. It. Yeah, yeah, I learned. It. Yeah, yeah, I, l- I learned. Uh, I learned many things. Yeah, because uh, of course he was a great manager. He, he was a, a great human being. Uh, yeah, uh, with a lot of humility. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, a lot of uh, humanity. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, and uh, yeah, the, the way to find new challenge every time. Uh, you think you, you similar personalities in that way because you said when you were thirteen you always wanted to work hard. No, no, so I, I don't think it's, it's, it's similar personality, but uh, uh, it's it's one of, one of the few person I, I met that. Uh, who had a lot of influence on me. Mm-hmm. It's like in everything, yeah. The people we, we, we meet makes us. Makes us. Uh, as I said before, the coach I had when I was 13 years old, yeah. with, with this decision, helped me for my, the rest of my life. And sometimes you hear one sentence there, or you read something, and it helps you. But as you are, it's like a, like a painter. He's inspired by different movements, different painter, but he, he has to find his way. Who are the people, do you think, whether you've met them, so Sir Alex Ferguson, or your parents, or writers, or philosophers, or artists, that have most influenced you in your life, in your way of thinking? Uh, Alex Ferguson, Ken Loach, uh, and some, some people are... Some movies, some, and sometimes it's just light, and sometimes it's an unknown person. You're sitting in the terrace and you look around you. I think the most important thing, yeah, it's my uh, from my parents, yeah, from my uh, my parents who give me this uh, sense of observation, the love of observe the world and the people around us. Uh, I never forgot that, yeah. and as. Because it it, it inspires you, inspire me a lot, and uh, I think it's important to observe the world, to keep the feet on the ground, and to observe the world. Because from this observation, you can make your own world. You famously did a press conference, yeah, where you talked about the press and you talked about yeah. um, seagulls following a trawler. Yeah. Did you plan that in advance? Did you expect it? I remember the question. Stai ovo, che va si pusti uomo io sobu. Stai ovo, che va si pusti uomo io sobu. What does it mean? Of course, yeah, I agree. <laughs> <laughs> my stuff disappeared. Who took my stuff? And the, uh, the Chinese one, we, we come back. Okay. okay. Yeah. Yeah. It will come to you again. The, the, with, with, the, with the sardines and, and the, yeah, the seagulls throwing the trawler. Yeah. Yeah. Did you expect that? to get the reaction it did and did you plan it because no, I didn't I didn't plan because my plan was to not speak to the press mm-hmm. at why, all why do why, why, why do I have yeah. to speak to the press yeah they, they were destroying me for weeks mm-hmm. so why, 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 why should I speak to them but the lawyer from the club I can't remember his name Maurice Watkins Maurice Watkins said to me that I have to, to say something knew, to the sorry, press knew that very quickly didn't you Maisie yeah. Yeah. you and him hung out didn't you <laughs> <laughs> He helped me out a few times. Yeah, I'm sure he did. <laughs> and I say, no, I don't want to say anything. He say, yes, you have to say something. So I say, yeah, okay, I will say something. So I say something. It doesn't mean anything for me. And they all try to find a, uh, a meaning. Yeah. 
and I loved it. I loved it. Did you? It's, did you just make it vengeance. up? Did you just make it up? Yeah, just say like, like I could have say, uh, I love this brown. Uh, yeah. Why? Uh, why a chicken is not flying over my head? <laughs> <laughs> but at the end of the day, because it's it's coming from the subconscious. Yeah. At the end of the day, maybe the the meaning, maybe there is a meaning. Yeah. But I, I don't know. Maybe. Because they were expecting me to throw yeah. some things and uh, they wanted to hit it. You know? But it's just, I love some consciences. Uh, things that happen from some subconscious. That's a that's, that's real, uh, real truth. Yeah. yeah. People have that tattooed on them. Hmm? People have that. I've seen people yes. with that quote tattooed on their bodies. Yeah. And to think that you just made it up on the spot and it's... It's got. It almost has a life of its own outside of football. Mm. Do you know, did you see a few years ago the actor Shia LaBeouf? Yeah, did yeah. the same thing. Yeah, yeah. How yeah, did that make it. you feel? Yeah, he did it very well. <laughs> He's a great actor. <laughs> Eric, when you were playing here and you finished training and at weekends, what did mm. you do with your time? Oh, different things. Make love or <laughs> walking. We're expecting on, that one. Walking <laughs> on the beach on my own. My own. Thinking, dreaming, did take care of the kids. Anything. Did you take in lots of the well, If you win, culture? it's different. Yeah. yeah. And uh, sometimes uh, before the game in the weekend, I say, oh, we have to win, we have to win because tomorrow it's a day off and I want to enjoy it. Because if you lose, you don't enjoy it. No, no sure. At all. And I loved when we were winning and the day after, for the day off, it was sunny. <laughs> that shit was uh, not many times. Did that happen very often? Not many times, <laughs> but sometimes. Um, I should have asked before when we were talking about the the the, the sardines and the seagulls mm. quote. How did Sir Alex react? And did you ever have conversations where you were talking about nothing about football? And what would they have been about? With Sir Alex. Because uh, I think the pair of you are sort of unique in football in that people think of you outside of football. They don't yeah. think Eric Cantona, football player. Yeah. I don't think people think Sir Alex Ferguson, football manager. They think Eric Cantona, philosopher or, or poet. And yeah. I think it's similar with Sir Alex Ferguson. Mm. So I just wonder what kind of conversations the two of you would have had outside of football. I, I don't really like to say the kind of conversation sure. uh, we had in... Uh, if it's public, mm -hmm. it's okay. But uh, I don't really like, especially when it involves somebody else. Mm -hmm. no? If it's just my point of view, I can say anything. And my life, I can say anything. When it involves somebody else, mm -hmm. something private, it's private. It, it, it has to, to stay yeah. private. Yeah, that's absolutely fine. Uh, yeah. When did your love of acting start and when did you decide that's what you would do next? When I started to, to do advertising. Uh, when you I started to do advertising adverts. and then I really enjoyed to, to be in front of the camera. Mm -hmm. And I've been lucky because, uh, because I, was in, I was involved in a good, very good advert. I was lucky and also I, I, I chose Mm -hmm. And uh, I don't. I, 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 I can't remember. I think it's Robert De Niro who said that the talent are in the choice, or is in the choice. Yeah. But also at this time, Nike, the advert from Nike, it was a beginning of 
great adverts. Yeah. They created something special with different players and everything. And I've been lucky to, to be involved with the Nikes, where it was a kind of revolution in uh, advertising. And, uh, and I did a lot of adverts with them, with great directors, uh, with a lot of money and everything. So we, we, we really enjoyed it, and I really enjoyed it. And I think it was, I realized that uh, that was, that's really something that I wanted to do. Because when I was young, also I wanted to do it. But I never been really in front of the camera. And maybe it, it has given the, 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 the desire from the other one. But when I started, I started from zero. And I loved it. And it took me five years, five, ten years to really enjoy it. Because at the beginning, uh, to play another character and everything. Because I was advertising something. Just the relation with the camera. But it's not a movie. You don't play, really play with the other one, with the lines of the other one, everything. So it took me really five years to realize uh, the way I have to work. Because there is thousands of ways to work. You have to find your, the one who helps you. Uh, so it takes time. It takes time also for the people to accept that we can do something else. And then after five years, I really enjoyed it. And after 10, 12 years, the people ac really accepted that, that I, you can act. I, can do, I can do something else. Yeah, and uh, not forget, but put the images you had in your previous job on the side for a moment. The first big Nike advert you did was in 96 which was yeah. footballers versus like, like aliens or something. And you kicked a ball through the goalkeeper's chest. Yeah. And then a year or two later, you retired from football. Was acting in your mind when you decided to retire? And what was it that made you think, this is it, I'm going to stop playing football now? No, I stopped because I lost a passion. That's it. Uh, but I, I knew that I, uh, I, would, I would try to, to act. But uh, you depend on the, de the, uh, the desire of the other ones. You are not the only one to decide. You know? But I tried. And I tried, and uh, now uh, I did maybe 25 uh, movies. And uh, You retired in 97, after the last game of the season, I remember. West Ham at home. Yeah. That season, because we won the double the, the year before, and then we yeah. won against uh, West Ham last game, won yeah. the league. When in that season did you realise your love uh, for... Or was it just... No, it came slowly, you know? Yeah. came slowly. slowly well, was yeah. that because of... Because when you lose a bit of passion, you, you say maybe it's, uh, it will come back. Yeah. You know? And then... He, uh, he was only 30. 30 year old. Yeah, finish, yeah. yeah. Did you know as players but that I, that was going to happen? No, I didn't know. Nobody knew. But I always, uh, I always say that... Uh, uh, I was 20, 22, I, did, I, I gave an, an interview in France and I said that uh, when I will lose a passion for the game, I will uh, retire. And uh, I lost a passion for the game and I retired. But it didn't come like, no, you know, no. it takes time because you fight against this idea because you love the yeah. game. You know, and they say it will come back. And all that. But, did, but you, it, did you speak to Alex, Sir Alex, during the season? To not say during, no, not no. during the season. Just the end of the season, that was... yeah. You just yeah. thought that's it. Yeah. yeah. Did you ever regret the decision? No. No. 
before before we move on entirely from your football career, there is one other moment we should definitely talk about, which was your iconic goal against Sunderland. Mm. Do you remember that? But also, do you remember who gave you the ball? Because recently, mm. David May took credit for that goal. Of course. Of course. I zipped it into Eric. Eric pirouetted. <laughs> done the little one-two with, with Chucky. Yeah. And like a composer, you know, with his, uh, with his stick or orchestrating the, the crowd. The celebration. Why? I don't know. <laughs> Why? Because if I score I never that, celebrate a goal in, uh, the, 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 in the same way. Because every goal is different. Every goal is yeah, different. The energy is different. Everything is different. But, but the, year, a lot, uh, the year before against New, yeah. uh, against uh, Liverpool in the FA Cup final, yeah. you went off and yeah, everyone yeah. Yeah. was crazy. This, for me, was mm. such an unbelievable goal. Mm. And you just, with your collars up, and you just look around. So cool. Yeah, uh, I if, if, I, if I scored yeah. that, you wouldn't have caught me. Yeah. <laughs> you would not have seen it. I'd have been... I'm sure. I'd, yeah. <laughs> but for yourself, it was like... It just made the goal so much better yeah. because of the celebration. Yeah. But maybe I did this celebration. I don't know. I, I, it's nice to, to take the, all the energy of the, the, all the fans, you yeah. know? And sometimes it's even more. And maybe it's because the goalkeeper of Fre Sunderland. French. Because he's, he was French. And I played yeah. with him in France. Okay. And he was young. It was his first game. I was uh, I was uh, I played for France at this time, and uh, like uh, you know, and uh, it was his first game, so I helped him a lot, you know. I, uh, and then he was a friend, he became a friend. He was a good a good goalkeeper. Yeah, yeah. And before the game against Sunderland, you know, in the tunnel, yeah, I came to him to, to check his hand and say hello to him because I didn't see him since it was the last club I played for France. And he didn't want to take my hand. So oh. maybe I scored this goal because that, <laughs> you know, because that's, that's, a, that's the biggest humiliation for a goalkeeper. Yeah, to be chased. This kind of, yeah, yeah. yeah. and this kind of celebration yeah. too. Yeah. Because he's angry and you don't run anywhere. <laughs> no, don't worry. Did I you stand there and look at me. You know? Did you see him <laughs> after the game? Maybe, I am sure did you, it's did because Did you shake that. his hand after the game? No, 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 no. no. <laughs> <laughs> Just think, Maisie, you Thank did you. all that. Oh, well. Like he, was, he, he wanted to impress me. Yeah. Boom. More importantly, do you remember the pass? Yeah. Of course he does. Yeah. Of course. <laughs> that was a good thing. Yes. That goal would not have happened without yeah. that pass. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Why, uh, why did you always have your collar up? Why? When I was little, yeah. everybody said it was because you had the Leeds United tattoo. Oh. When I was at school, that's what everybody yeah. said. Everybody yeah. said, Eric has his collar up because he hides his yeah. Leeds United tattoo. Okay, that's true. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. Uh, why? Mm. I don't know. Because uh, superstition. Huh? Yeah. Yeah. We have a lot. We have. You have uh, yeah, yeah. things like this, no? Yeah. A lot yeah. of players have things. Like yeah. Yeah. Sometimes they don't change their underwear. So. Oh, true. Mine was clean. Yeah, man. Yeah. Look, you looked amazing when you said that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Okay, uh, so eventually you did decide to retire and you moved into acting. We've, we've talked a bit about that, but which are your favourite films? My favourite film? I yeah. played in? Both. Oh, both. Oh. In the Mood for Love? Yeah. Have you seen it? Nope. No? I saw, obviously, Looking for Eric. 
Looking for a week. Yeah, yeah but I was I played in. I, uh, in Wood for Love, I wasn't. In. Yeah, yeah, of course. So I didn't want to say something, someone. Yeah. But uh, looking for a week was uh, is great. It is great. The experience yes. was great. Mm -hmm. Only everything was great. The film is great. We, we were in Cannes, it was great. And I meet wonderful people. Yeah. And uh, because uh, it was my ori ori original idea. Mm -hmm. And I went to see a French producer. And then together, the first one we put it was Ken Loche. And the first yeah. one we met was Ken Loche. And we met Ken Loche, Paul Laverti, and Rebecca, the producer. And they say, yes, that's a good idea. And then Paul Laverti started to write. And of course, he had the, all the freedom. And he's a great script writer. And then the shooting. You know, can yeah. shoot in a, in a chrono chronology. Mm -hmm. So all actors, they didn't know the, the script. They trust him. Yeah. Mm. And he gave the lines for the day after, at the end of the shooting, the day after. You yeah. Know, give the, the line for the, for the day after. So and every time it's like this. Me, I w because I was co-producer, I knew the story. I would love to work like this. But I knew the story. But uh, so many things happen. The, the 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 main uh, character Eric, mm -hmm. uh, when he, w he he was looking the the poster, he didn't know that I would be in, involved in uh, in a film. Oh, amazing! No, he, they hired me until this moment. <laughs> Where so he you? was in front of the poster, <laughs> yeah. and then he heard a voice, <laughs> and he turned around and he saw me, and his reaction was unbelievable. Uh -huh. And Ken Loach is magic for these kind of things. You know, because every, everybody was ready to shoot and everything. Wow. And he had some true reaction like this. I don't know if you remember the movie I in do. the yeah, kitchen yeah. when the police arrived yeah. in the kitchen and everything. Yeah. The actor didn't know that the police so will be, uh, we arrived. <laughs> That's but just that straight off the cuff. Yeah. yeah. Wow. So they were really afraid. Yeah, I bet. And it couldn't. Yeah. <laughs> you know, the reaction was unbelievable. Tell us about your new film, hmm? your Chinese film, the new one. It will be uh, it will be uh, in cinema in uh, in China in in spring, mm -hmm. yeah. and it uh, it was a yeah it was it was a great experience. At, it's a co-production with the French and uh, and the Chinese. Uh, I co-produce also. What's, what's the story? What's, what's yeah. the story? Yeah, it's a story. It's a, it's a, it's an ex-player. A bit crazy. It's a it's a it's a mix, <laughs> it's a mix of, fi of fiction and and, uh, yeah. and real life. <laughs> yeah. A bit crazy, you know. Uh, was was famous, and he became manager, and he becomes manager, and we take the story from that. Mm -hmm. He's a manager of the team. We take the story. That's the last day of the season. Uh, we are already champion, but the president of the club, the chairman of the club, and everything, who is in connection with the mafia and everything, want. Uh, me to give the match. Oh. Corrupt. Yeah. Corruption. I say no. I say yes, you have to do it. And I say no. He wanted, he wanted me to change the team and everything. And then the game finished. We won. He asked me to come to the room. I came to the room. And uh, they just uh, put a uh, product on me. You know, we yeah. two very strong man. And pick me in a, in a pickup go to the desert and leave me in a desert with 50 <laughs> degrees. 
You know? And I'm in the middle of nowhere. But they thought that I was, uh, no, they, they wanted to kill me. But I just woke up at that moment and I, and I just jumped from the, the, the pickup and they just still. They're just still know? driving away. Brilliant. And then I, I, I'm in a desert in, in the middle of nowhere and I walk for days and days and days. I'm all burned and everything. And I start to have hallucination and I go down on the, on the sand. Mm-hmm. And then a, a, a little kid with a small tripod trip, trip yeah, yeah. who come from, the, from a village, you know, with two ships in it. So somebody, I was facing the, the sun. So he turned me and he saw me. Oh, crazy seven. Crazy seven. So it's me. Yeah. <laughs> Put me in the thing. Take me to the village. In a middle of nowhere, and there, are, uh, there is a team with the kids and everything, and uh, and it's at the, uh, at the beginning I want to to escape and everything, and I don't like the kids, and, uh, but of course, yeah. day after day I love them, and we start to play and, and win things, and, uh, and the relationship between us is is great. It's a good good, can we good watch feeling in, movie. Can we watch in the UK? Uh, I hope so. From spring too. Yeah, I hope so. And you said earlier you had to leave. No, 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 not in spring. It's uh, it's uh, first. It's in China. In China first. And in ten thousand uh, screen. Big. Ten thousand. Unbelievable. Yeah. In France, when it's uh, eight hundred, mm-hmm. it's a uh, <laughs> yeah, <it's> big <laughs> uh, comedy. You know. Uh, Are you we, going to have a big premiere? Chi- it's China. Hmm? Big premiere. Uh, yeah, I think so. Nice. Yeah. Eric, we have to wrap this up. I don't mm. want to. Before we go, I want to ask you just one last question. What yeah. to you is the meaning of life? The meaning of life? Yep. <sighs> <laughs> Difficult one. Oh, no. I didn't know that question was coming. <laughs> uh, the meaning of life, it's... Uh, just... We have to realise that we live in a circus. In a big circus. And... do things seriously without taking ourselves uh, too seriously. Yeah. Just play sometimes. Sometimes people Enjoy take life. things too seriously. Mm-hmm. You know, if you have a journalist, you have, you feel, you know, people. But you, yeah, we can do. I don't know. It's different, different, depends on the personalities. Yeah. Yeah, I really, really enjoy. More, more the situation is uh, like a straightful. More I love to play with this situation. You know? Like the kind of press conference uh, where people are all in blacks. Uh, like I did in Monaco also. More it's like, more it's too serious. More, more I, I love to destroy everything. <laughs> <laughs> Can I ask one more, just on the back of Sam's question? What do you then is the meaning of Manchester United? The meaning of Manchester United. He asked the meaning of life. What's the meaning of Manchester United for you? And the meaning of Manchester United is uh, uh, winning, winning, winning with enjoyment. Mm-hmm. It's, it's, I think it's it's what all fans of Manchester United expect. Not only winning, winning with enjoyment, mm-hmm. like for f- 25 years with Alex Ferguson, or before with 
Mad Besby. Mm-hmm. That's Manchester United. It's why we love Manchester United. Eric, thank you so much. Thanks to you. Thank you. Thanks. Pleasure. Okay. So there it is. Sam, have you calmed down? No, I honestly, I Just couldn't have been his teammate. Just Sam I, tripped over the carpet. Yeah, I don't know what to do with myself falling now. Falling over your feet. <laughs> Completely lost my mind. He's has own feet. I wonder. <laughs> couldn't have been his teammate. I wouldn't know what to do with myself every time he walked in a room. Don't know <laughs> how you cope, amazing. Well, yeah. Do you know what? That, that's what I love about him. Because he is just what he is. Yeah. You know, he's, so much as he's a superstar in everybody's eyes, to him he's just Derek. Yeah. And I think that comes across so, so well in the, in the podcast. Imagine being that captivating when you talk. I'm pretty sure when I talk, people just don't really listen, but you no, can't actually take your eyes off them, can you? No, you're right. Yeah, it's just... You're waiting for every word. Yeah, do you know what? Not that not the, it makes any difference to anything, but so years ago, my job was to, I was like a like a red carpet reporter. So I had to interview actors and singers carpet. and stuff. None of them had any kind of aura that is comparable to Eric Cantona. I'm talking about like the most famous people on earth. None of them. Mm-hmm. It's just, and it can't, it's not, it's just like a totally innate. It wouldn't, doesn't matter that he's Eric Cantona. He could just be a painter or a, a plumber and he would he still, still have that aura that, yeah. and you'd still be captivated by what you have to say. Mm-hmm. One of the interesting things was when we spoke to Paul Scholes, he very much thought that Eric Cantona was a leader by example. But when we asked him that question, he didn't agree. He didn't want to be a leader. Maisie, what was your experience of him? Oh, he was a leader. He was a warrior. And I think when you look at him on the pitch, he's somebody that you look to to get something special out of the game. And you could always rely on him to do something special. Pre-match, for example, though, did he ever Pre-match, speak in the changing no, room? No, he went into his little room. At the, at the train, at Old Trafford used to be a little, little like, um, obviously the changing rooms have changed massively now. Well, there just used to be a little room attached to the dressing room and he'd just go in there and just warm up with the ball and kick the ball against the wall and he'd be ready. And it's great to see him because he's not changed one bit. He's exactly the same. He thinks so much before he speaks, which is... Mm-hmm. I mean, we, we should all learn off Lesson that, Lesson for fair. us all, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But I think even just then, you want to ask a question, but you don't want him to finish the question before exactly. the one he's just answering. Yeah. Because you think... Because he's thinking and thinking and thinking. And then you think, if I shall I go in now? Because he's going to say yeah, something. Yeah, yeah. There's a few times where we like clash. And I'm thinking, yeah. shut up. But, but he is such a... Because he's a, so a, philosophical. Yeah. yeah, he thinks about every answer, doesn't he? Mm-hmm. Lots of people don't. They just give a... You, you get that sort of rehearsed routine because they get our people, especially people like Eric Cantor, get asked the same questions over and over and over. But he doesn't want to do that. He wants to really think about what he's saying. I think as well, the environment as well. He just felt comfortable just to just say what he wants to say. Really. Yeah, you're right. We're doing a great job. Well, that was it. That was the Eric Cantona podcast. Um, if you enjoyed that, then please give us a good review. Make sure you're subscribed on your favourite podcast platform. You can email us as well at unitedpodcast. That's utdpodcast at manunited.co.uk, spelled M-A-N-U-T-D.co.uk. Thank you so much. We hope you enjoyed it. And please remember that life is just a circus. Mm-hmm.